Hello and welcome to the Tab Touch preview for round 14 in the NBL. We're about to get underway on Friday night on an eventful occasion for the Adelaide 36ers, so we'll get stuck into all of that and plenty more for this weekend as part of the Hoop 7's Basketball Hustle family. I'm Chris Pike, but the man you've all tuned in to get his opinions of and his predictions, Matty Knight, the three-time NBL champion, the best power forward of his generation. Thanks for joining me once again. How do we find you this week? Because we missed missed last week, Matty, we haven't had a chance to discuss the passing of of Jack Bendat, who someone you had a fair bit to do with. Obviously, your entire career at the Perth Wildcats was with him as your owner, and and he had a great fondness for you. I I know for for a fact that you were absolutely one of his favourite players, one of his favourite people, and I know you had a little bit to do with him. Um, it's sad news that he's passed, but he got to live a very a very full life that we can can celebrate. What are your what are your memories? Yeah, great memories. Uh, Jack, I'll never forget. We are uh, breakfast launch, season launch. <laughs> championship was uh, that's all that that's all that counted was the championship. No yep. finals. It's all about the championships, and um, he did a lot for basketball in WA. He was struggling until he came along, and look what he's turned it into. It's probably one of the top sporting franchises in all of Australia, and. It's all due to Jack. But now I remember after you go warm up and come into the change room before your final speech, he'd be sitting there with Nick. Always gave him a high five. And um, every game, that was my, uh, almost like my pre-game ritual. <laughs> Give Jack a high five. But um, no, he did a lot for the club. And um, yeah, it's obviously a sad time. Yeah, it is. And I, I just remember him talking about how much he, he loved you. He loved your physicality. He loved how big and strong you were. He loved how you, how you played. And was, was it nice knowing that the owner thought so much, so much of you. Oh, definitely. That's really, he's the guy that signs the checks in the end, and uh, yep. has a has a say if he wants you or not. So, you know, that, that's pretty humbling. Um, yeah, I had a lot of time for Jack, and um, to hear him say that, it's, that's quite touching. Yeah, no, fantastic. And like you said, really, the the NBL as a whole probably isn't in the situation it is without the work that he did, and certainly the Perth Wildcats aren't. So. Yeah, it's well and truly a life to celebrate for everything he did outside of basketball as well here in the community. He was a, an, an enormous influence. He did a lot for the WA community and um, you know, a lot of people are thankful for what he has done. Definitely. So we're here to talk some basketball action, Maddie, and let's get straight into round 14 because there's plenty to get through with the little bits of storylines surrounding each of these matches. And it starts Friday night at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre with the 36ers at home to the South East Melbourne Phoenix. And a bit of drama for the 36ers this week. They haven't had a coach at training all week with CJ Bruton down with COVID, Jamie Perlman interstate after the, the passing of his mother-in-law. And her funeral is now on Friday. And they're hoping that he can charter a flight back in time to coach this game, make his head coach debut under those circumstances against the Phoenix. Um, in that situation, how tough of a job would this be for the 36ers to prepare to play one of the top teams in the league? That's uh, probably unheard of, really. A special sporting team not having a coach yeah. at back all week. They've got a couple of veterans there, but um, 
it's not not the ideal preparation you want when you're going against the top two sides <laughs> no. in the competition. Mm. Um, the season hasn't gone the way you wanted it to, so I feel like for Adelaide, it's just one thing after the next. I just can't get a good run. And obviously, uh, hoping the assistant coach can make it to the game on time, that's a, that's a big if, mm. uh, especially this day and age. So but I can imagine Daniel Johnson just saying, just give me the ball, boys. <laughs> and on offense, uh, I'll do it. Take care of that. You guys just take care of the defensive end. But no, um, not ideal preparation going against the the Phoenix who are playing some pretty good basketball. Yeah, they are. So Tap Touch has got the thirty sixes as the outsiders at two eighty. The Phoenix one forty four. Is that is that pretty much how you see it? Yeah, no, I, I don't see this being a close game at all. I think um, Southeast really want to start consolidating that top two spot, and if you want to be a a legit chance. These are games you can't drop, and I can't see any way Southeast going to Adelaide and dropping this game. And I imagine, given the history that's there, Mitch Creek isn't interested in taking too much mercy on his old team either. No, I can imagine uh, he'll be in for a big game, and the big guy too, especially Humphrey's out. He could have a, a massive game tonight in Mitch. So, uh, yeah, lots of players there for Mitch, and um, I'm sure he loves every time he gets to go back to Adelaide and try and put on a, a performance. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the job well and truly ahead of the 36ers in that game tonight. A couple of interesting games on Saturday. First up, down in Launceston. This is an interesting one. We don't really know what to expect from both these teams, I don't think, right now. So we've got the Tasmania Jack Jumpers and the New Zealand Breakers. On tap touch, it's the Jack Jumpers 158, the Breakers 238. Uh you had that uh, win streak and then um, had a pretty disappointing weekend um, for their standards, I'm sure. Mm. And once again, New Zealand, <laughs> hot one day, cold the next. Yeah. So I feel they actually show up. But even during a game, you don't know what New Zealand team you're going to get. So they've been down big or they've been up big and it's ended up being a close game. Mm. So they've probably been one of the most inconsistent teams this year. But I, I think Tassie, um obviously still magnate missing. So... Uh, they'll be desperate to get back in the winning circle. They want to have any chance of making top four. They need a win to stay around in that fifth-sixth position to have any chance of making the top four. You've got to win this game. Yep, ab- absolutely, they do. So they're at they're at seven and nine now, three games out of the four. So you're right, they, they just can't lose this game if they want to stay in touch. Second game on Saturday, an interesting one. Melbourne United at home to the Brisbane Bullets. On paper, it probably looks like a, a comfortable win for Melbourne. And Tab Touch agrees. They're 134 to 325. But the Bullets, when they're up and going, they've got enough talent to, to make this interesting. Yeah, true. They're probably another inconsistent team. They've yeah. got, got the talent there. And when they put it all together, you see how, how good of a basketball team they can be. But there's been too many games this year where a couple of guys haven't shown up and relied on others. And there's been lost games that, they should have won. So that's probably why they're in the predicament they are. But yeah, now Melbourne, um, they obviously had that loss a couple of weeks ago. And I think that's, that's what they needed to reset the season. And um, like South East, they want to lock up a top two spot. And um, these are games you have to win. You don't want to give the Perth or the Sydney's or the Warriors a chance to stay in touching distance of that top two spot. So I imagine Melbourne, they've got a lot to play for um, trying to lock up that top spot. Yep, they do. Um, big game for the Bullets too. It's similar situation to the Jack Jumpers where they can't afford to drop too many more games at all. But I wanted to get your thoughts on Nathan Sobey as well. He's working his way back to full fitness, but can you try to put yourself in his shoes? And how would you feel coming home after a game, having just won, and find out that your house has been broken into, and then to top it off, 
your Olympic bronze medal has been stolen. Yeah, no, that's just um, wrong. Yeah. It'd be a, a horrible, horrible situation. You're on a high up, you're getting a win, and then coming home, you just want to relax and find out your house has been broken into, mm. but also your bronze medal from the Olympic Games has gone miss, uh, been stolen. That's just devastating. And unfortunately, you don't want to say it, but it'd be very difficult to find. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you're on a high, then you're probably on the lowest of lows. So. No, you see, he's still working his way back from the injury, so that's going to be one big roller coaster for Nathan. But um, Brisbane need him to play well to have any chance, and hopefully um, he does get it back and he gets back to full fitness. Because when he's when he's going, he's one of the most exciting players in the league. And yeah, for sure. Not Brisbane need, but it's good for the league when Nathan's up and going. Is your World Championship gold medal in a in a safe place? Uh, it's in a frame back home in Tassie. Oh, so, very good. yeah, no, that's all put away with uh with the ring we got as well. So, um, yeah, that's all all they say. But with the championship rings, I, I think they're in the final cabinet. But I have no idea. Let's <laughs> that, not talk about it on air. We don't want to give anyone any any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Triple header on Sunday, and if Friday night isn't tough enough for Adelaide, they have to back it up little over 36 hours later and playing against the Perth Wildcats team who's got to enjoy being back at home this week. Yeah, no, it's just gone from hard to hard to Adelaide. <laughs> Hopefully I have a coach for the game. Uh, but no, um, yeah, Perth finally got home after, what, two and a half months on yeah. the road and they got a win in Tassie. Big Wall got back to playing some good basketball. But um, these are always close games, Adelaide and Perth. Adelaide won the last time too. Yeah, it's a good matchup between Sunday and Bryce. Yep. Um, they always go go at each other. It's good to see. But yeah, I don't know. I think Perth they got a lot to play for right now in third, and with Sydney and Illawarra sitting right there as well, um, you can't afford to drop too many games like this. Mm. It's almost like Southeast against um, Adelaide. They can't afford to drop a game. They want that top two. And um, if Perth were to drop this, then they're in a log jam with Sydney and Illawarra fighting for that third and fourth spot. And the way Sydney's playing right now on the run they've got home, you guarantee they're a top, you know, top four side. So there's two teams fighting for that last spot. And yeah, I think um, with a week Adelaide's had, it's, um, you'd hope there's some uh, positive news around the corner. It's probably the one team you don't want to face on a Sunday is the first Wildcats. Yep, totally agree. Next up on Sunday, and it looks to me like the job's well and truly in front of the Cairns Taipans in this one because the Sydney Kings are fresh. They're probably the hottest team in the league right now, having won five straight. Um, Jalen Adams and Xavier Cooks are absolutely on fire and this could be a, a long afternoon for the for the Taipans at Kudos Bank Arena. Yeah, no, um, 40's tried all sorts of yeah. things to get the <laughs> up and going and probably it's falling on deaf ears. Mm. Um, they got some talent up there, Cairns, but they just they can't put it together and I feel for Forty, he's probably one of the most passionate guys going around, and this would be killing him that he's not getting the boys playing to the level they can. Yeah, the way Sydney's playing, no team would want to face them right now, and I reckon Melbourne's glad they've already played him three times. Mm. Um, yeah, and he's throwing in class, he's going to get more and more comfortable each time he steps on the court. So he's coming off the bench right now, but it's only a matter of time before I imagine he's starting. So throw him with Adams and Cook, Martin, like. There's some firepower there. Oh, sure. um, and they've got the bench as well to the depth. So, yeah, like you said, it could be a very long night for Cairns. 
One positive for the Taipans has been Keanu Pinder, and and I know that he's very proud to be wearing the Indigenous jerseys for for this week as well as as an Indigenous person. I'm sure he'll be looking forward to this game and trying to make a statement down in Sydney. Oh, definitely, and same with Nate Dwyer, both yeah. proud Indigenous boys. Yeah, no, especially Keanu um, playing some good basketball. He's always had the, the talent and athleticism, but he just struggles for that consistency. But um, it looks like he's found it up there with 40. And the one thing with 40 is he instills confidence in guys. And obviously he's had a relationship with Keanu when he was a junior, mm. so that probably helped as well. Allowed him to go out there and play his game. So it's great to see another young kid um, starting to, to feel their potential. Yep, definitely. Now, the last game on Sunday is probably the game of the round, featuring two teams in the top four, um, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix at home to the Illawarra Hawks. And the Hawks are in an interesting position. They've played most of their games at home now, so they're going to have to start winning on the road and, and probably beating teams in that top four race if they want to make it. So this is a big game, and, and this one could be season-defining. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're probably in one ever since COVID hit them. They've uh, really struggled. Mm. They'll probably the team on the hottest team before they all got struck with COVID. And um, they've really struggled to get back to the form they had. And it's really um, weird seeing a Brian Gorge and coach team really struggling on the defensive end. That's what he's known for, Gorge, is his defense. Yeah. And I don't know whether the guy's just not buying in or, or what's happening up there. But um, Tyler Harvey's not having the season he had last year. Obviously, the big man in the middle, he's, he's been consistent for them, but yeah, they probably haven't got the scoring punch or hoping for. But um, if they want a chance at the top four, this is a game they need to win. Because if uh, Sydney um, take care of Cairns, which you imagine, and um, Perth get over Adelaide, that's giving them more separation from um, Illawarra. So if they want to have a chance, they need to win this game. Yeah, if, if You would think if all the other results go the way we think, then if the Hawks lose this game, they'll be out of the top four by the end of this round. So it's a big game. And yeah, like you said, they're, they're on the road a lot. Yeah. So that's a tough way to finish. Um, obviously, they would like to just have a better home record and that would help set them up. But maybe getting away on the road, just the boys together, maybe is what they need. So, hmm. um, but yeah, this is a big game. Uh, South East win this. They really consolidate that uh, top two. But if uh, Illawarra get the win, then um, it makes it even bigger log jam for uh, the top four. Yeah, sure does. Last up on, on Monday, um, down in, in Launceston again, and an interesting one as well. Um, probably very hard to tip. This might be the hardest game of the round to tip, so I'm interested to get your thoughts. New Zealand Breakers and the Brisbane Bullets. Yeah, it's uh, probably the two most inconsistent teams <laughs> yeah. for the yeah. LC this year. I'm sure the coaches don't know what they're going to get. Mm. It was only a week ago, so the Brisbane coach, came out and said they need to play better as a team basketball. Yep. Yeah, he called, um, called them selfish. Yeah, you never want to hear that from a coach. But, uh, yeah, once again, New Zealand, their heck on job, they just change no matter any time of the game. Um, but I think Brisbane, um, like I said earlier, if they want any any chance of slim chance laying that top four, you have to win this game. You've just got to find a way to win it. If you lose, it's almost season over. Um, Especially if they've already lost early in the weekend to Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. You go on through that, and that's pretty much your season done. So, yeah, it's a big game. Um, obviously, New Zealand's just playing to try and um, put some good performances together. I'm sure there's some guys playing for contracts. Yeah. So, but 
Yeah, Brisbane, um, I'm tipping to win this one because, uh, yeah, they want to stay in contention for a top four. Yep. Too much at stake to, to, to drop it, you would, you would think. And they've got too much talent. Lamar yeah, Patterson exactly. probably with some po- a point to prove as well, so he might have a big game. All right, Franks, has been, uh, Franks has had a great season for Brisbane. Um, they just haven't had that consistency around him. And Lamar started well, but he's been up and down as well. So, And obviously trying to get Nathan back full strength. It's been tough, but um, yeah, if they want any chance of making finals, they need to win. Absolutely. All right, Matty, that's round 14 in the NBL. So we look forward to seeing if what you expect all ends up ends up playing out, and we'll come back next week and, and see how it all went and and have a look at round 15. But for now, head to tabtouch.com.au for more. Thanks for joining us on the Tab Touch preview, and, and I hope you found a winner, Matty. Have me on, mate. Good talking.